Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Suspense. In the finest homes and restaurants where distinguished hospitality is a gracious tradition... The choice in wines is C-R-E-S-T-A, B-L-A-N-C-A, Cresta Blanca, Cresta Blanca. Yes, the best served Cresta Blanca. And whatever the occasion, there's a magnificent Cresta Blanca California wine to bring rare pleasure to every discriminating taste. That's why, for gracious dining this holiday weekend, the smart hostess offers her guests Distinguished Cresta Blanca wines from the finest of the vines. Shenley's Cresta Blanca Wine Company, Livermore, California. And now for Roma Wines, that's R-O-M-A. Roma Wines for your everyday pleasure. Shenley brings you radio's outstanding theater of thrills. Suspense. Tonight, Roma Wines of Fresno, California present Alan Baxter as star of a suspense play produced, edited, and directed for Shenley by William Spear. Alan Baxter in Money Talks, a remarkable tale of suspense. I had my credentials and letters of recommendation in my hand, was wearing the dark blue with a conservative pinstripe and a Van Heusen collar with a knit tie and was showing it all off to Mr. Purley. Mr. Purley was one of a mere eight vice presidents of the Bankers Industrial Trust Company. He had a big shiny desk with nothing on it and a kind of a mind that went right along with it. He was my meat. Uh, well, Mr. <coughs> Goff, of course the bank does occasionally have openings for the right kind of man. Well, I don't like to blow my own horn, Mr. Purley, but... Uh, have you had any previous experience in banking, Mr. Goff? No, sir, I haven't, but, uh, there's this. Ah, yes, yes. So you're a graduate of the Harvard Business School. Yes, sir. Investment banking was my field. Hmm. Well, I must say, Mr. Goff, your grades there were exceptional, most exceptional. I worked hard, Mr. Purley. Banking was my first love, you might say, ever since I can remember. It's always been more than just a business to me. It's been, well, I suppose you could call it an ideal, a sacred trust, and the best tradition of our financial and national institutions. Well, I guess that sounds a little romantic. No, I... not at all, Mr. Goff, not at all. I see you graduated four years ago, Mr. Goff. Now, during the past four years? Well, you know how it's been with everybody the last... Oh, of course. I, I didn't see you wearing any veterans' insignia. 
don't like to be ostentatious about it, Mr. Perling. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, do you understand, Mr. Goff, that you'd have to start in a rather minor capacity? Oh, I'm not worried about that, sir. Frankly, Mr. Perley, I'm ambitious. Without being conceited, I'm confident I can make my mark with Bankers Industrial. You'll give me a chance. Yeah. I like your attitude, Mr. Goff. You come in tomorrow morning. I think we can work something out. Thank you, Mr. Perley. This is a day I'll never forget. I think I can safely predict that you won't either. I gave him the old do-or-die, look-him-straight-in-the-eye handshake, and he left. That was more than two years ago. The whole thing was phony as an $8 bill, all but the part about ambition. There was nothing phony about that. I was going to make my mark with a banker's industrial, all right. About $100,000 worth. You probably know how a bank works, the bookkeeping, I mean. All day long, the tellers pay it out and take it in, and then at 3 o'clock, the bank closes. Only that's when the work really begins. Because then the tellers have to hand over their checks and receipts and statements of cash on hand to girls, you see, running those big calculating machines. When it's all over, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth in a big bank like this one, it has to balance out to the last penny. I mean penny. That's where Anita Willoughby came in. She was young and demure looking, but sort of intense too, if you know what I mean. She looked like just what the doctor ordered. Of course, I couldn't start anything in the bank. Banks are poison on office romances. You'll see why after a while. But a couple of weeks of little attentions and I was ready just happened that I was looking into the window of a men's furnishing store. She was passing by on her way home. I was lighting a cigarette, and it just happened. I turned suddenly, and of course, it just happened. I bumped right into it. Oh! Why, Miss oh. Willoughby. Oh. oh, I am sorry. Oh, it's all right, Mr. Goff. It just startled me a little. It's terribly clumsy of me. You on your way home? Going my way? I don't know. What is your way, Mr. Goff? Well, as a matter of fact, I was just going down here a couple blocks to where I left my car. You have a car, Miss Willoughby? No, unfortunately, I don't. Well, then, perhaps I could give you a lift, Miss Willoughby. Perhaps you could, Mr. Goff. Well, we wound up having dinner. It went on from there. After the first ten minutes, I knew that demure act was strictly something for Mr. Purley and the adding machine... Anita Willoughby was smart. She'd been around and she knew the score. In a way, I was glad of this because it would take less sales talk later on. But in another way, it was too bad, really. It was too bad because I was going to have to kill her. For suspense, Roma Wines are bringing you Alan Baxter in Money Talks. Roma Wine's presentation tonight in radio's outstanding theater thrills, Suspense. Suspense, radio's outstanding theater thrills, is presented for your enjoyment by Roma. That's R-O-M-A, Roma California Wines. Those better-tasting wines enjoyed by more Americans than any other wine. Speaking of enjoyment... Here's a practical hint from Roma to make your holiday weekend cool and comfortable. Whether you're planning a trip to the country, a gay picnic at the beach, or a quiet rest at home, keep cooler with refreshing Roma wine and soda. Simply half-filled glasses with Roma Burgundy, Roma Sauternes, or your favorite Roma wine. Fill up with ice and soda, sweeten to taste, and garnish with a fragrant sprig of mint or colorful fruit slices. 
you'll find delicious Roma wine and soda America's smartest way to cool off. A wonderful way to say welcome when friends drop in. A marvelous thirst quencher anytime. To beat the heat, you can't beat refreshing Roma wine and soda iced. Made with better tasting Roma wine from America's greatest reserves of fine wine. And now, Roma Wines bring back to our New York soundstage, Alan Baxter, in Money Talks, a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. If you're cool-headed and cold-blooded, if you have a plan, if there's something you really want, all the laws and locks in the world won't stop you from latching onto it. That's what I'd always figured, and that's what I've figured now. That's why I sold two years of my life to a bank for a lousy 60 bucks a week. That's why I made the play for Anita. That's why I was going to have to kill Anita. But before that, there was a lot of other ground I had to cover with Anita. I spent six months more covering it, and then I was ready. We were having dinner at a quiet little place we used to go to, and Anita was happy as a lark. I was bearing down hard on an act I'd been working up all week. What's the matter, Cliff? No, I don't know. Oh, come on. You've been moody like this for days. What's on your mind? Well, it's about us, I guess. What about us? I don't know. When I first started to work in that salt mine two years ago, I thought I was going to set the world on fire. But now... What's all this got to do with us, Cliff? What kind of a life is it to look forward to? Two years and I'm third assistant cashier. Maybe in ten years, I'll even get to be first cashier. So what? Well, you didn't expect them to make you majority stockholder, did you? Or if you did, you shouldn't have. Honey, I wish we could get away from here. Go places, see things, have fun. So do I, Cliff. Yeah, but on what? Well, maybe in ten years or so, when you are first cashier. All right, laugh (laughs) at me. I got it coming. It's a job, that's all, Cliff. That's the way most jobs are. But it's not the kind of job you want your husband to have, is it? My husband? What do you think I've been talking about all this time? What's the use if we can't look forward to getting married and having some fun, some romance, some glamour in our lives? Well, it's a funny proposal, Cliff, but I... I like what it says. Yeah, but if some guy with a hundred thousand bucks came along, I can't blame you. I'd rather have you with my hundred thousand, Cliff. Darling, why can't we have both? Where's the justice in it? When I think of the millions, millions in cash money that's gone through my hands in the past two years, what have I got? Doesn't it make you feel funny sometimes, Cliff? What? Handling all that money. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I can almost hear it talking to me. So can I. You too, huh? Listen, Nita. Do you ever get to thinking how you could get that hundred thousand? Of course I have. But I never thought of a way that it worked. Suppose you had. Suppose there was one. Listen, Cliff. I've got no scruples. You only live once. But I'm allergic to penitentiaries. I asked you a question. You mean a, a way that was absolutely certain? Guaranteed safe? Yeah. I'd buy it. Ah. Listen, baby. You know what's the matter with all those guys that try to clip a bank? They're not dishonest. Oh, I mean it. Look what happens. What always happens. The guy's hard up or he's got a tip in the market or the races or something, and he dips into the till. And after a while, he takes a little more and then a little more, but he always figures he's going to pay it back. He covers it up with a lot of fancy bookkeeping. Till along comes some auditor that's a little smarter than he is, and bluey, the big vacation, the long-term lease. All because the guy is fundamentally honest. (laughs) 
Well, you can't win, I guess. No? Listen, you know the guys that do? The big shots, the president's board chairman. When those guys clip a bank, they grab themselves anywhere from a hundred grand to a cool million one fine night and blow. You never hear of them again. But you can bet they're sitting pretty somewhere. You know why? Because they were dishonest. They planned it. They'd laugh themselves to death at the idea of paying it back. Only, you're not a big shot, darling. Listen, they do it all at one clip. They're out of the country before anybody finds out. That's what I'm talking about. Sure, but they have the chance. You don't. No. But us, between us, we do. We? Listen, Dick Breen, the first cashier, takes his vacation in August. Every Thursday, Jerry Malone, the second, goes over to investment. They're teaching that side of the business. That means that for two Thursdays in August, I take his place and consign for cash from the vault. But Cliff... Wait a minute. And all I have to do is give you a receipt so that when you add it up at the end of the day, we get our balance. Don't you see it? What kind of a receipt? Any kind. One of the big payroll receipts will do it. But uh, how you... How do I get it? I write it myself. You won't question it. Oh. Now, do you get it? Oh, it's, it's awful risky, Cliff. What about the next day? That's what I've been trying to tell you. You don't wait for the next day. Do you realize how far from these United States you can get in 18 or 20 hours nowadays? You can get to places where you can live like a king for the rest of your life on $100,000. The rest of my life, Cliff? Sure, baby, sure. Why not? Well, what about it? All right, Cliff. I'll do it. <laughs> first Thursday in August was six weeks away, but waiting for them to pass was like living through six lifetimes. We went over it again and again, every detail, every possible variation. There's no use saying I wasn't nervous, because I was. A couple of times I even thought Nita and I were being followed in the car. It was that bad. But I managed to keep under control at the bank, and the big day finally rolled around. I waited until about a quarter of twelve, just before the noon rush hour, and then I marched over to Mr. Purley's desk, trying to look casual and nonchalant. This was the worst part. Right here, right now. My hands were sweating and my mouth was dry until I began to be afraid the words would stick in my throat. There was nothing to it, really. It's the kind of things that's done every day in a bank, but not the way I was doing it. Sure, I was scared. Oh. Hello, Cliff. What is it? You want to... Countersign this for me, Mr. Purley. Uh, 104000 Cash? Yeah, Eastern Chemical. They, they want us to get their payroll together on Thursdays after this. Some kind of new accounting system over there. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. There you are. Thank you, Mr. Purley. There it was. Just as simple as that. After all those weeks of worry and jumpy nerves, there it was. I went to the vault and drew the cash, and the worst was over. I came out on the floor again. The noon crowds were beginning to line up in front of the windows, keeping everybody on the jump and minding their own business. I took over Harrison's cage, same as I always did at the lunch hour, and I don't think he even noticed the canvas bag I was carrying. It's that usual. After he left, I simply took a minute to transfer the cash from the bag into my own briefcase, and that was that. When he came back, I strolled over to Anita's machine with the Eastern chemical receipt that I'd made up the night before. Oh, Miss Willoughby. Yes, Mr. Goff. Eastern chemical has changed their payroll day to Thursday. Here's the receipt. Oh. Don't forget to include it in your tally. Yes, Mr. Goff. There was nothing to do now but sweat it out until 5 o'clock. Went out to lunch myself, but I didn't eat much. I was beginning to get nervous again. Went back to my desk and tried to look busy.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.